Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Evident Tiki on the fan. So when there's a bombshell article that comes out, if behind the scenes information, there are two things that you take out of it, in my opinion. Number one is what is being said. And then two... Who's the one supplying the information? Yeah. And what's the motivation behind it? So Pat Leonard, who covers the New York football giants for the Daily News, released an article in the last hour entitled The Truth Behind Brian Dayball, Wink Martindale, Mike Kafka, and the Giants Drama. And there's a lot of juicy notes from this, including Joe Shane going on the headsets to hear the communication between coaches. Which, I think when you hear that, you say, well, that's weird. But apparently that's, I don't want to say common, but it's happened before, according to Pat Leonard. Like, general managers have done that to hear kind of the inner workings of coaches talking together. Did that ever happen, by the way, when you were playing? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, the the communication wasn't the same. I mean, it's it's been so long, 17 years ago. It was, I don't want to say it was rudimentary because it was obviously much more advanced than it was in, say, the 90s, 80s or 90s. But it wasn't as big of a of a deal, right? It wasn't, there wasn't as many um, headsets available. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like everybody had a headset. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple of these nuggets. And like Aaron Rodgers is on the sideline with a headset. No, I know. You know what I mean? Don't, it's, that, don't get my team involved in this, all right? This is your mess. But right? you know what I mean. Don't, don't, get, <laughs> don't bring my jets into this. Uh, so according to Pat, during the Giants-Washington game on November 19th, a game the Giants won, Brian Dayball was starting to get frustrated after Kayvon Thibodeau was called for a roughing the passer penalty. And Brian Dayball on the headset said, quote, to Wink Martindale and the defensive staff, quote, you guys are going to lose this game just like you lost us the Jets game. Hmm. Dayball griped on the headset, according to numerous sources in the building. Dayball's divisive finger pointing wasn't out of the ordinary, but it's why, according to sources, Joe Shane began listening into the coaches' headsets on game day that week in Washington to get a better understanding of the game day operation. Dable's sideline behavior was, quote, destructive in many coaches' opinions. His input was never proactive, always reactionary, and his outrage was rarely accompanied by a suggested solution. Quote, he has no composure, according to a team, a team source. Oh man, your response so far to what you've heard about I mean, this, this is this isn't me. This is Brian Dable. I, I don't, I'm not his. I'm not the spokesman for Brian Dable. No, no. But, but what do you what think I, of what, it? What I think as of a it, giant fan, what do you think of it? I think he's emotional. I think that serves him well. Um, but I can see how being non-constructive in the heat of a game 
is it 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 doesn't improve anything. It doesn't make anything better for anybody. Right? It's just it's. I mean, the report is troubling, but the question is, how many times did that serve him positively? Right. You know, we, we hear about the negativity because of how bad the season was, but. I'm assuming he was that way a year ago. In fact, I know he was that way a year ago. And it turned out to not be written by the New York Daily News or turned out to be an issue because they well, made the playoffs and won a playoff game. Well, and, and it was it, it felt like it was necessary, right? When Daniel Jones throws the interception in week one, uh, trying to get the ball to Saquon Barkley, that's exactly what he did. Like Screaming at Daniel Jones does not fix the fact that he threw an interception. Right. But... Daniel Jones ended up going to lead the league in turnover rate, meaning on the low side, him and Jalen Hurts at 1.1%. So it obviously had an impact. Yeah, and so, we all gave him credit for it. Right, you have to give him credit. But I, when you're losing, that credit doesn't feel like it's as deserving. Mike Kafka, the Giants' young offensive coordinator, however, according to Pat Leonard, has received the brunt of Dayball's fury, according to numerous team sources. He's constantly second-guessed. He would make Kafka run the ball, and then if he called a run, Dayball didn't like it, he would mother bleep him, a source said. <laughs> Dayball took play calling away from Kafka multiple times, according to sources, and gave it back each time. He gave it to quarterback coach Shea Teenery for the second half of the game in Dallas in Week 10, according to sources. Dayball's unpredictability, one source said, was his defining trait. There was no pattern, rhyme, or reason to his changes from others' perspectives. Yeah, so it sounds like he's running without a plan. Yes. Uh, Dable took over Kafka's offensive meetings in Week 7 ahead of that game against Washington, as the Daily News reported. And then he would give control back to Kafka Week 11. So he took it for four weeks. He gave it back. Uh... Dayball receives advice on his headsets in the moments from an analytics and game management, but one source called the collaboration between them a broken process, saying it's not thorough or advanced. And regardless of what's discussed during the week, Dayball's game day decisions become up for grabs, impulse calls without guardrails. It's like, why did we have this meeting, a source said. Hmm. This sounds like a lot of sources trying to bury the head coach. Now, a part of me says that's coming from Wink and maybe the coaches that got fired right. because they have an axe to grind, and maybe that's a few of them. But the other sources, I assume it's not just them. I assume it's other sources in the building, and those sources in the building are trying to paint Brian Dable in a very, very negative light. You're living on the edge every week, a source said of working with Dable. It makes it too tough to do your job. Hmm. Then don't do it. Then quit. Right. I'm trying to think of what that means. You're living on the edge, meaning if we don't produce and I don't do a good job of teaching what needs to be taught and my, the guys I have are constantly making mistakes and we're losing and it's clearly pointing back to me, then I shouldn't be held accountable. Mm. That's what it, To me, that's what that sounds like. Right? Is it, where, where does the blame go then? Right? Where does, the, where does the, the growth happen if nobody's accountable for mistakes? So there's so many ways you can read this. Like you can read this article and make it sound like Brian Dable's a, um, I don't know, a ogre. That was the word I used. Ogre or yeah. I don't know, a, a dictator in, in some in some capacity. But I think sometimes the best coaches are like they expect excellence. Like they expect you to have your guys prepared. If you're not, then you need to hear about it. Especially if it's executed on game day, or it's not executed on game day, and you expected it to, to be a certain way, and it's not. 
It, like, I, I'm not a, I'm apologizing for Brian Dayball. I like Brian Dayball as a head coach. I don't know him because I haven't been in, in a, a locker room with him as a head coach. But from what I see from the outside, even on game day, it feels like it's it's energetic. Like it's full of the right kind of passion. Now maybe that's negatively projected inside the inside the room, but I can't speak to that. I don't know that. Here's what's concerning. If the sources Pat Leonard has are current members of the giant organization, which I assume that some of his sources are. That's the thing. Like well, Pat I mean, they Leonard, have to be. It's not just Wink Martindale leaking out information to make Brian Dable look bad. Mm-hmm. If it was something as simple as that, you'd almost take it and say, why do I even want to read this right. stuff? It's Here's not, just a bitter guy who got fired. Right. It sounds like it's his analyst. But if it's <laughs> if it's just those guys, I agree with yeah. you. I would think it's people inside the building, and my question would be, if it is people inside the building, if it's people currently on the Giant coaching staff, it's people currently in the Giant organization, why, in the middle of January, are they out to make Brian Dable look bad? What's the point? Are they greasing the skids to get rid of him? Hmm. Are they trying to put him on the hot seat? Are coaches just bitter by the treatment that Brian Dable gives them? You try, and this is what I try to do. I look for... Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile? Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So why? Why are people in this building good- out to backstab Brian Dable? Because this article is a backstabbing of Dable. Now, credit to Pat Leonard. He got the article. He has the sources. Good right. for him. I'm just saying as I read it, I take out two things, like I said at the top. The juicy information and then also the why. Right. And the why is concerning. Well, the, in fact, the why may be more concerning than the, than the actual things Dayball's doing. Why are people in the building trying to make Brian Dayball look bad or grease the skids for his firing? Why? Mm-hmm. I, that, that's a good question because I don't, I don't know the why. I don't know these people. I was just going to say, are we really sure anybody who contributed this article is still in the building, though? Like, yeah. you guys just keep talking about only Wink. And I know the way the article portrays it. I know, Pat, a little bit. It's it, not just Wink, by the way. Yeah, it could it's, be McGahee. It could be McGahee. It could be the offensive line coach. Right. The Wilkins right? brothers. There's, I mean, there's multiple so many people. people. And by the way, you get to those guys, and there's layers down from there as well. So I, 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 don't, I don't know what to take of this other than as a report that feels to answer your question as a hit job on Brian Dable, it's not going to have any consequence until next year. 
Right? What happens next year is all that's going to matter. Because Brian Dable is in his third year. He's had a year of success and a year of failure. And whatever happens in, in next season, in 2024 season, for Brian Dable and the New York Giants is going to be, I think, more determinant about his future than some article written on January 15th. Well, right? This this almost feels like it's going to get lost in the in the in this I don't know the wind. Of course like, it will be. Like if this will only be an issue if it if someone complains publicly next year. Well, or if they lose, get off to a really rough start, right. and it only goes downhill. But again, it comes down to but, what happens next season. But this report isn't something that like nobody knew until now. Clearly, everybody's still in the building, and Joe Shane, if he was listening to the headset, knew. And then what did we see at eight thirty in the morning, the morning after? Joe Shane in solidarity with Brian Dable sitting down at a press conference. So in the end. If you're in the building still and you want to work for Dable, you're still working for Dable. Otherwise, you would have got that guy. I there. think he, here's one line that's very, very concerning. Okay. According to Patty, writes the story of the Giants' 2023 undoing isn't about a personal feud between Dable and Martindale and the past. It's about bad football and a flawed process that still exists inside the Giants' walls. It's about an organization with enough problems that one Giants staffer recently advised an NFL assistant calling about a vacancy quote, do not come here. Now, when I hear giant staffer, I assume someone who is still on the giant staff. If you're advising an NFL assistant, do not come here. That's a problem because they got a lot of openings right now. They're mm-hmm. looking for an O-line coach. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a defensive coordinator. No, they're not looking for an offensive They're line not kid. looking. They already, they, oh, they, they already hired one. That's right. They filled that one. So, they're looking I guess, for I guess their... they didn't get the message? No, <laughs> no, no. Perfect breadcrumb. Perfect breadcrumb. What? They hired an offensive line coach immediately, basically. Got one immediately. And you're saying a staffer recently advised somebody, don't come here. Where do they seem to keep getting blocked or everything else? On the hiring of special teams coordinator right now. McGahee, who has been in the building for a million years, gets fired, has a million friends on the special team staff Mm -hmm. that weren't currently dismissed. I guarantee that is coming from the special teams room because everybody bowed at the feet of Thomas McGahee and didn't like him. No, no, maybe. I, I don't know where it's coming from, but there are enough concerns that I wouldn't just throw it out as, ah, it's just a bunch of disgruntled people trying to make the organization look bad. And here's where I disagree with you about this will, will be forgotten come September. The thing that I think Giant fans will remember, and will all if remember. If win, Evan, it will be forgotten. Well, yeah, if you win, everything's forgotten. Of That's course. not my point. That, But that was my point. Well, if you win, everything's forgotten, though. Of course. Just like in year one, nothing mattered. I, I know. But I'm saying where I don't think a story like this is forgotten is now... We have the idea that Brian Dayball is a screamer at everybody. He's yelling at everybody. Right. He's taking play calling away. He's bringing it back. Remember how big of a deal it was last September when we thought he took the play calling away from Mike Kafka? We're investigating videos. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure it out. Now, we believe anytime something bad happens, oh, yeah, he just took the play calling away again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's screaming at this guy. Oh, yeah, that's why this guy left. Oh, yeah, that's why this guy doesn't want to come here. So it leads to more questions about him and his staff. Isn't he allowed to figure this out, though? I know. Like, he's still a, a second-year well, head you, coach. Brian Dable's got you trained, Sean. No, I'll he tell you no, now, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not saying that oh Brian gosh. Dable is perfect. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually, before you get there, Sean, I'm wondering, like, what we, what you want us to take out of this. That he, what I want you to take yeah. out of it? So, you or, can take whatever or, you want. Or Pat Leonard. So you're, you, you, you put this article out, and it presents him as a pain in the ass to work for. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of coaches that are a pain in the ass to work for. Trust me, Tom Coffin was a pain in the ass to work for. And that's not only his coaching staff, but that was the entire organization. And so, I mean, if our ratings dip, you think Evan's going to be a peach? Right. <laughs> right. He'll, he'll be tortured. Right. So, 
that didn't matter because they won. And mm-hmm. it, it got the organization, even guys who didn't see eye to eye with Tom Coughlin, like me, buying into the things he was telling me because right. I knew he was right. Right. Right? You, you, Teak, you can't fumble. Otherwise, you're not going to play. Period. You know, Coach, you're not right about that. You were so mean to me when you said that to me. God, you're so hard to work for. Are you kidding me? Like, what the hell are we talking about? Right? So just because someone's hard on you doesn't mean that they're not – don't have your best interest in, in mind. And so I, I, I don't want to say it because I've said it so often around the NFL – it, this feels like people are so soft. <laughs> I'm serious. It feels like they can't take criticism. It feels like they don't understand that when someone's yelling and screaming, they're not necessarily yelling and screaming because they hate you. They're yelling and screaming because whatever you did was wrong. Yeah. Right? Or something you were supposed to be accountable for didn't get done. And so, yeah, they could take the passive, I need to teach my five-year-old, you know, anger management. But we're talking about the NFL. This is a results-based business. If you don't win enough, you get fired. I don't care how nice or kind or whatever you are, you get fired. And so I, I know what the, I know what this is trying to do. I know what we're trying talking about here, but I I, I don't I just don't get it. Okay, I, I will give I don't you... want to be I stepped on my lawn guy, but Come on, man. I, I get what you're saying, by the way, and I, I will give you because you asked something at the People beginning. Are like, you're like crying. He yelled at us. No, no, he I, yells too much at us. By it's the way, chaos. It's, of it's, course, it's get chaos. off my lawn. Get right. off my lawn. Whatever. Go kiss ass. <laughs> What did I say? Yeah, I stepped on my lawn. <laughs> All right. All right, well, I don't want people stepping on my lawn either. <laughs> I want to give you an answer because you said something at the beginning. What do you want me to take out of it? First of all, I don't want anyone to take anything out of it. You take whatever you want out of it. Mm-hmm. But I want to give you, honestly, as just a football fan who's not a Giant fan, what I took out of it. Right. Because I agree with a lot of what you said in terms of, oh, you're sensitive. <laughs> oh, someone's yelling at you. You may be right. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in that room to know. But here's what I take out of it as a football fan. Brian Dable is still an unknown. He is. He's been here for two years. We do not know if he's the long-term answer as the head coach of the Giants. We don't. We had a great early return, a great season as an early return, and then we had a major step back this season. We go into a pivotal year three, and if you're being honest, you're not a hater, because I'm not a hater, and you're not, you know, just towing the company line like Sean is, (laughs) you don't know. And I think that's a fine thing. That, like, I don't know what he is, okay? And I think that's the honest answer we'd all have. So what do I take out of this? I got concerns. It doesn't mean I'm burying him or I'm firing him or I think it's all accurate and he yells too much and he's a douche and he can't be a head coach in this league. I don't take that out of this. But what I take out of this is I have more concerns today than I did two hours ago. That's what I take out of it. I take out of it that he's coming off a bad year, we all know. They're going to have major changes on this coaching staff. Yeah, but he's coming and, off a bad year, so of course there's going to be negativity. Of, of course, course there's going to be. But there's more negativity based on a story but, like this yeah, where but, you got people in the building yeah, but basically the, saying he's you know screaming yeah, but, and yelling but, all the time. But here's the problem. As soon as things go wrong with any, any endeavor, we're talking sports here, so it doesn't really matter. But let's say as soon as anything goes wrong, the first thing we want to do is go look for an excuse, right? Not for Not for why – you know, how to make things better. But we're just going to go look for an excuse for why things went wrong. And so it's easy to sit here and say, well, you know, Dave's was terrible with Mike Kafka. He was terrible with McGahee. He was terrible with, you know, Bobby Johnson. And that's why those guys underperformed. Or maybe they underperformed because they sucked, right? Because that's ultimately what it was. And, and, or maybe they were poorly coached. 
Because Thomas McGahee, when you have punt returners who let the, you know, whatever, protectors hit the ball on the top of the head, a kickoff that's about to go out of bounds and you you touch it and step out of bounds as opposed to stepping out of bounds and then grabbing the football, these are like basic fundamentals of being a special teamer. And these guys don't know it. They, they literally don't know it because I was at, was at the game and watched it happen in the Green Bay Packers game. And I can't tell you how pissed off I was because it's, 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 it's 101. It's not like advanced special teams. Oh, that was a smart play. Only a few people know to do that in that situation. No, it's 101 stuff. Thomas McGahey deserved to be fired because of how poorly the special teams performed. The offensive line, I don't care if it was backups. They, there were times where they looked lost. They don't know how to handle a, 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 a game, like a, a TE game. They, they they don't pass them off. They just kind of both take one guy and let the other guy hit the quarterback in his face and break his neck. This has happened in Miami uh, with, uh, with with Daniel Jones. And so, right, the guys who are not here and who are probably talking poorly about Brian Dable deserve not to be here. And so if you're going to take those their complaints and use them as he's mean, sorry, I'll be mean then. Right, I want my coach to hold those people and those situations accountable. If not, then I, again, stop being soft. Do your job I, or get out. T, I completely agree with you. If this is coming from those that got fired, I'm with you. I want to hear from you. You deserve to lose your job. The Giants weren't good enough, and now you sound bitter. But I don't know why. If it's you coming would... from people in the building, that's but why, concerning. But, but why would you? Why would you say that? Why would who say that? Why would you say something like that if you were still in the building? I like don't know. That's why sense. I'm asking. Because, I don't know. Because trust me, it's 2023, 2024 now. You're going to get found out, right? Somebody's going to find out about it. You honestly, I mean? honestly, I think that's what happened with Wink. We talked about it and speculated yeah. a, a week ago. I honestly think that's what happened. The only reason I think someone would say that if they're still in the building is because they want Brian Dable to act differently. Yeah. And they think that leaking okay, this out go could to cause Brian that. Dable and tell him that. Right. Right? Go to him. But would you be concerned if people in the building are leaking stories like this out? Um, that doesn't concern you at all? That would be my biggest concern. I mean, look. We Why are like, people in the building out to get Brian Dable? Well, so, so when, when I hear of things like this, because it's not just the Giants. This happens everywhere. When I hear of things like this, I think those people are extraordinarily selfish because they're thinking about themselves. Like, how does this benefit me? Is this, this gives me some edge over some, I don't know, I don't, I don't even know what it is. It gives me an edge over some invisible circumstance, right? Because there's no tangible benefit to doing this if you're inside the building. If you're inside the building, go talk to Brian Dable. Yeah. And if you don't know how to talk to your boss, that's your problem, right? So this doesn't make sense to me unless it's people who are no longer in the building and they're holding a grudge. And that that to me, that's the only thing I can see. And again, I'm not here trying to defend Brian Dable. He could be an ass. Who knows? Tom Coughlin was an ass. He won two championships, and he's revered and loved in the Giants organization now. It is what it is. Sometimes you have to be that way to get the change that is necessary, that is necessary for teams to be able to win. We already have the proof that this story is a nothing burger, and this isn't me shilling for the Giants. <laughs> sorry. Sorry it is. Because guess what? Well, it doesn't make sense to come out now. It well, just doesn't. Well, forget that, Tiki. We're, we're missing the whole overarching point that this article is trying to paint. How difficult it is to be around Brian Dable and succeed in football. So forget the fact that they made the playoffs and he was coach of the year. This year, we bickered about what was right for the Giants. Tanking. Losing. <laughs> They're not going to win how many more games without him. They hit a point in the season where everybody could have took their bags, basically went home and, and right. stopped trying. And instead, what did the Giants do? Blew up everything I wanted in my face. 
they beat two playoff teams down the stretch, one who just beat the Cowboys, in games that those teams needed to win, the Eagles being the other last week, right. played their ass off with a third-string quarterback winning three straight. If Brian Dable was that difficult to work with in what was already a lost year, the Giants' players aren't fighting like hell and winning any of those games. So, yeah, he's probably a hard-ass. Newsflash, when things aren't going well, bosses tend to be douchey. And I'm sure he was. <laughs> that right. doesn't prove anything. Though. But I think it does. They're because... playing well down the stretch and the player's not quitting on him? Yeah, because players will quit. quit players man. will quit. If he's that difficult to deal with, you are going to tune out the head coach and do it. They did the opposite of that. They played their asshole for him. In fact, there was that report last week that McKinney wouldn't have even reconsidered signing back if Wink was gone. He, he can't wait to play for Dable. So... Look, if he's holding coaches accountable, we want coaches to be held accountable because the position stuff isn't going through that. This sounds like a lot of sour grapes Mm -hmm. from people who thought it wasn't their fault and didn't like getting the hard business. We'll get your calls next, 877-337-6666. Plus plus more from this playoff weekend, including dancing on the grave of the Miami Dolphin fans. Really? And that whole organization. Yes, really. Do you think the Miami Dolphin fan is that bad? Yes. As, as yes. bad as the Cowboy fan? Are they mad? Yeah, are they upset at, like the Cowboy fan? I don't know if they're mad. They may be sad. Think, they may be I crying think, no, in their I think, Cheerios. I think they're sad. No, they're as mad and sad. The problem is it's 16000 compared to $16 million. <laughs> yeah, That's true. All I know is Saturday night was a beautiful, beautiful night watching those frauds get mm-hmm. destroyed by the Kansas City Chiefs. So more on the NFL playoffs. We remind you, coming up at 4 o'clock on the A, side. We will give you the Buffalo Bill-Pittsburgh Steeler game, courtesy of Westwood One. We'll be here all day on the FM side until 6.30, but you can hear the football beginning at 4 o'clock on AM 660. A lot of football on this Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to you. I I know that it's kind of cool, I guess, that the Bills are playing a 4.30 game against the Steelers today. But I couldn't have been the only person that yesterday at 1 o'clock felt lost. I mean, yesterday at 1 o'clock, I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to tell my wife. Like, am I available to do shopping? Like, am I available to clean around the house? Because 1 o'clock was supposed to be football. Supposed to be, hey, it's playoff football. She sends you to do shopping? Once in a while, yeah. She's tired. She works all week. All right. I go out and do some errands on the weekend, yeah. Is Tiki thumbing his nose at shop? Yeah, are you thumbing your nose at me potentially doing shopping for my family? Just like I'm not allowed to put the Christmas trees up. I'm not allowed to go shopping. You're not allowed to go shopping? Yes, because I will buy stuff that I shouldn't. <laughs> I, will buy, I will buy things that we don't need. Like what? I don't know. Like what are you adding? Some chips or <laughs> something that is not in, she doesn't want in the house. Interesting. Wow. So you or have concocted. I'll end up at Home Depot, even though it's not on the route, and buy <laughs> A power drill because I feel like I need one. So you've concocted a plan where you're so bad at shopping, your yes. wife will never send you to do shopping. Yes, that's correct. Huh, I got to write that one down. Yes. My wife already did that to me. She took a dive the first time we moved into our house, and I've done all the food shopping since. <laughs> What'd you do at 1 o'clock yesterday? You must have been lost. I was lost. I did something I haven't done since I bought a house. I emptied the dishwasher. That was a big part of my early slate. Yeah, I took the dogs not for just one walk. I ended up going for a second one at 4 o'clock, and I watched Rangers Caps, and uh, that was it. I ended up watching The Morning Show on Apple TV+, Plus, a show that me and my wife love, but we haven't had a chance to watch it recently. So good, that show. Such a great show, and I can't get over how hot those sex scenes are between John Hamm and Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Sure are. Aniston's having sex on screen? Oh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And John Hamm and Jennifer Aniston, I was thinking about this, and I actually Googled it, and it got me into a really bad place. I wanted to Google, are these like the most famous people to be involved in a sex scene? 
So I Google it, and I ended what? up on all these porn sites. Yeah. I wasn't looking for porn. <laughs> but they were famous people? Well, I was saying, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, No, I do, but I, but were they famous people on these sites? Yeah, people that looked like famous people. Oh, uh, so no. <laughs> no, I didn't. Deep fakes or not even shallow fakes? Yeah, shallow fakes. <laughs> Meanwhile, it was such an innocent search because I was even saying to my wife, like, think about it. John Hamm, Jennifer Aniston, these are two mega stars. Like, if we were making, let's say, a Cinco de Fivo or a Cinco de Evo on famous people in love scenes... Mm. Like, one that would jump out at me just based on memory would be Holly Berry and Billy Bob Thornton. Okay? I would just jump out at me. Yes. But then I got to do research because I don't remember every sex scene. I'm not Mr. Skin here in the history of the planet. One of them had to be James Bond, right? Which one? I don't know. Any of them. I mean, I'm sure. (laughs) All of them. I don't know. But the problem is when I start, like, try to search it right now. You're going to end up on, like, I mean, <laughs> it'll be blocked by this company you're, you're where you'll end up. fired, Lugie. Don't do that. <laughs> Already on it. <laughs> no, because I'm curious the answer. Because I, I got to tell you, very hot scenes. Great show, by the way. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head now. Sex scenes with famous people. Look at you. You're stuck in this. You're no, in this I vortex am. Shia LaBeouf apparently really had sex on screen. Really? Yeah, yeah, legitimately. I forgot the name of the movie. I don't even know if we could say it on the air. Oh, yeah. You probably can't say the movie yeah. on the air. <laughs> or Stacey Martin. <laughs> Maniac, Maniac's the last part Mark of Mark Wahlberg and Julianne Moore, Boogie Nights. Oh, that's not bad. Julianne man. Moore gets down in all the movies she's into. That's not bad. That's on the list. Hey, Sean, can you work on a Cinco de Five O of famous people in love scenes? Right. The research you'll enjoy doing. What's the movie where the girl had sex with a fish? What was that one? Oh, Shape of Water. Guillermo del Toro. Uh, with del Toro? a fish? Yeah, she has sex with a oh, fish. Oh, The Shape of Water. The Shape yes. of Water. Yeah, it's uh. like a, it's a weird movie. <laughs> fish man, do we half count, man, half fish. Do we count Kim Kardashian and Ray J as a movie? <laughs> man body parts, fish face. Take, take a listen. We will have a single de 5 at some point on that said topic. But right now, Giant fans, are you worried? Basically, Brian Dayball's a tyrant. He's yelling at everybody. He's screaming at everybody. He's taking play calling away. He's giving play calling back. Or is this a lot of nothing? Nothing to worry about. They'll win next year, and this will all be forgotten. Let's go to Justin and Tom's River. How are you, Justin? Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my phone call, as always. You know, you guys did bring up a lot of great points. You know, I I think some of these people, obviously, I I agree with you. It's it's some people bitter that, that got shown the door. But, you know, at the same time, though, I think this is a good opportunity for Dable. You know, I'm sure Tiki can attest to this. Yep. You know, when Conflin came in, he kind of had that military, you know, militaristic uh, coaching background. Right. And, like, he had to curtail and tweak his, his coaching style a little bit, to, you know, to the players. And, you know, obviously there, got, there has to be some truth to this, otherwise it wouldn't be coming out. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think Dable is an inexperienced coach, and he has to know, like, you know, the great coaches in any, any sport know the right buttons to push. And every player is different. You know, I played ball. I'm sure you guys yeah. played ball. You know, you have to know your players. Some guys, you need to light a fire up their keister, and some guys, you may have to pull into your into your office. You know, some guys, you may have to coddle a little bit. Right. You can't be but hold the on, same, but, but hold on, in my Justin, opinion, to all the, the players, the only because thing you're not going to get the best yeah, out of the them. The only thing I would disagree with you on is that Dave's is not an, an experienced coach, an experienced head coach, right. but he's been around coaching for 27 years, 26 years. He's been everywhere, including multiple years with Bill Belichick, but also with his college counterpart and Nick Saban. And they coach this way, right? But the reason that nobody, I don't know, complains about it, actually they do, but the reason they don't become a big deal is because they've won, right? Nick Saban wins. And it's funny, when you hear some of his college um, athletes talking about Nick getting on them, I saw this on Instagram, I think, where a, a guy 
Uh, one, I think it was a safety. He did something wrong, and, he, and Coach Saban was screaming at him as he was walking off the field. And he said, when asked about it afterwards, oh, I've learned to appreciate that because that means he cares about what I'm doing. Right? It's when he's not yelling at me that I'm worried. And so Brian Dable's influences aren't, you know, I'm trying to think of like a, a lovey-dovey coach, right? Pete Carroll. That was, that's right? what I was thinking. It's, was not, about it, it's not that. It's it's Bill Belichick, who I've called Belichick with a smile mm-hmm. all the time. You've heard me say it a million times because yeah. that's exactly who he is, uh, and Nick Saban. And those are two of the winningest coaches in their respective levels of football. And so, he, yes, he's fiery. He'll tell you he's fiery. He tells you he'll yell and scream. But I think you just have to either accept it or go work somewhere else. I think, though, you can yell and scream and also have composure. Mm-hmm. And a quote-unquote team source said Brian Dable has no composure. And Brian Dable doesn't have answers. He just screams. I think that would be one of the differences mm. between him and Bill Belichick, yeah. I assume. If that part is true. Yeah, but without a specific example... That just that just sounds good. You know what I mean? About him not having composure or him not having answers. Not things. having an answer. He's just screaming non-constructively. He doesn't really have an answer. Well, if he's if, if it's true and it's reported in the story, he's telling Kafka run the ball more. Then he runs the ball, and then he mother bleeps him for running the ball. Right. That sounds like an well, unhinged lunatic. Uh, not really, because you run the you run your best plays. Right. The problem is the Giants aren't good. So and so when you run a hey a. Hey, Mike, give us a run play, mm-hmm. and you run an inside zone, which is the basic play. Nobody has any creativity in their run games anymore. So you run an inside zone, and your guard gets blown off the ball. Your center gets undercut, and, and Saquon Barkley's hit a, a yard and a half in the backfield and gets nothing. Right? Whose fault is that? Is it Kafka? Because he should have known his left guard sucked, <laughs> right? Or is it, is, it, is it Bobby Johnson because his left guard doesn't know Random example. I'm not picking on either one of the left guards <laughs> specifically. No, you can if you want. But to. but like, whose fault is it? Right. Right. And so it was an unsuccessful play, but there's many ways that this thing went wrong. And so, I mean, I don't know. We're over-talking something that I think is, is a non-story because I don't think it's going to have any effect on the Giants in 2024 unless the Giants lose. Edwin's in Atlanta. What's up, Edwin? Hey, I... I see that you changed your tune, Evan, but I was wanting to tell you guys, like, yo, I'd rather have Dave on this all Dave going to get on to you during the game. He's going to get on to you at halftime. He's going to get on to you in the press conference. Yes, yeah. I'd rather have a coach that gets on to you than don't say nothing and knows that there's something going on. I agree. If I'm picking between the two, but what if I changed my tune on? Something with Dable or something otherwise? Yeah, because before – Beforehand, when, before you guys started talking about it, you were saying, Giant fans, I got some news. You yeah. might want to be worried. There's <laughs> I, not something to be worried about. Oh, I'd be not worried. No, I would be worried yeah. because I got people uh, inside the organ. Look, you don't have to be worried, Edwin, as a Giant fan. I'm telling you, I would be. And, and Edwin, I laid it out before. You. Edwin, I, I agree with you. I'm I, not worried about this. I'd be worried I got people in the organization. Saying Brian Dable's essentially unhinged, and Brian Dable screams and yells and doesn't have composure. That's not coming. If it's just coming from Wink Martindale or sources who are disgruntled because they got fired, then I'd agree with you. Yeah, but I think. But if was, it's coming from in the organization, that's a worry. Yeah, but he was this way last year too, man. He was. You saw it last season, and he was coach of the year, and everybody loved them. They were successful. Like this doesn't mean anything unless the Giants lose. 
And well, then it, and then but they're coming off and, a year in which they lost. I know. I'm talking about next year. I'm talking about because it's this is weird timing for this article. First of all, it's Monday on a holiday, so it's almost like it's buried. Secondly, the season's two weeks over, right? So we're not like what are we? Why are we revisiting? We don't need the post mortem on what was one of the worst seasons that we've seen because of injuries and ineffectiveness and I don't know. Just it was bad all the way around. So I, like. To be constructive, forward going, you know, facing forward, I think is the most important thing for the Giants right now. So, I still I don't understand what this article is trying to accomplish, uh, other than to tell us what we already know about Brian Dable. Like, if you didn't know Brian Dable was like emotional and explosive on game day, then you just haven't been paying attention because mm. that's just that's who he is. Well, there's a difference though between being emotional and you know energetic and being destructive. If he is destructive. Yeah, but are you creating these words? Or is this in the article? No, no. I'm ask I'm telling you what would concern me. But destructive? That's a that's a powerful statement. If you have people that don't want to come here, if you have people that you're not getting the best out of, then that would be bad. They just hired an offensive line coach. I mean, they interviewed him maybe and by the way, he doesn't know that he's not gonna have a job in, in Las Vegas, right? Antonio Pierce might have wanted him back. Right? Or whoever is going to be the head coach in, in Las Vegas might have wanted him back. They had a pretty good offensive line last year. So he got hired right away. By the way, speaking of Vegas, how about the fact that Max Crosby, according yeah. to a report over the weekend, basically will tell the Raiders, if you don't hire Antonio Pierce, I want out, trade me. Wow. That's a power move. And you know what? When we did their game, I guess it was the penultimate season. Was that the last game? Which game did I do? The- You're asking us. Which game did you you close the year with the Raiders Colts? Yes, no, no, I closed with the Saints. Oh, Raiders Colts was New Year's Day. Yeah, so, so yes, that's right. So the penultimate game of the season, it felt like Devontae Adams was that way too. Yeah, it felt like Devontae Adams, who was the best offensive player, even though he didn't have a, a, an explosive season, a good one, but not an explosive one as he's used to, was basically saying, you know what, AP's our guy. That's how you get a job. You've exactly got how key you do. players right. saying if you don't hire him. Get me the hell out of here. Best offensive player, best defensive player. That's how you know you're going to get that job. And good for him because, quite frankly, he deserves the job. Scott's in East Hanover. What's up, Scott? Hey, Tiki. How are you today? I want to talk to Tiki about, uh, you know, I'm a giant fan, season ticket holder here. And obviously, there's a Dallas Cowboy. Somebody leaked this story just to distract from their misery. Mike McCarthy you know that, did that son of a. That's funny. <laughs> no, you know that's the truth, brother. Yeah. And um, it was it was Mike Fossil. Mike... No, not Mike Fossil. Um, you know, whoever it is, it's a Dallas fan leaking the John Fossil. Their John, John's the other son. It's John Fossil. John Fossil's on that Cowboy staff. He leaked it. <laughs> there you go. And um, we don't care about that. That's just gossip. So put that aside and squash that. But listen. The problem with the Cowboys, and my smile today is from here to Canada, okay, like Stephen A. The problem with the Cowboys, it's always theatrical. It's all about performance and showmanship. It's never about the players and the talent they have. Go back to see what Jerry Jones did with Coughlin and put those tickets on on the chair and said, you know, we're getting ready for the championship game. He's always, it's too much with the Cowboys. Right. It's it's, it's about the pomp. It's, it's not about, about talent. Right. It's about the pomp and circumstance, and it takes away from exactly. the very good players that they have on that team. I mean, how Dan Quinn couldn't or didn't scheme up ways for Micah Parsons or, or, or Demarcus Lawrence to be disruptive in this game is beyond me. He was too busy uh, auditioning for his head coaching interviews. And, 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 and I mean, we're joking about that, but he might. you might be right. 
I'm being serious. I would be because nervous. Because they didn't even get close to Jordan Love. No, not at all. I, I didn't feel like there was one moment in the game where Jordan Love, I mean, he stood in there and took some shots. Like, um, he threw a couple of a deep balls that, you know, he got hit, but he wasn't worried about it. Right? He was like, I know I'm getting this ball off, and that guy is wide open, so hit me if you have to. It was nothing where he looked like he was out of sorts. And for a defense that, I mean, last year led the league in sacks. This year they have two of the best defensive pass rushers in the game. That was a bad defensive effort. Forget it what was. Dak did. It was a horrible defensive effort. I wouldn't want Dan Quinn to be my head coach to begin with, but after a defensive performance like that, if I'm a fan of a team that hires him to be my head coach, oh, my mm-hmm. God. I'd be depressed as all hell. Now, we have a controversy around here, Tiki. I What's don't know if that? you're aware of this. I'm not. But there are some people on the other side of the glass. Yes. Sean! Mm. Who feels that because the Bill Steelers game was moved <laughs> from Sunday at 1 o'clock to about an hour from now, that we all should repick the game. Ooh. That the weather conditions have changed. The day of the week has changed. Yeah. Maybe our moods have changed. Maybe what we saw over the weekend changed our opinions. That we should have before AM goes with the game because you can hear this football game between Buffalo and Pittsburgh on six sixty AM beginning right at four o'clock with the pregame show. We'll be here on one oh one nine throughout the day. That we should be able to repick this game. So did the line move? Yes, a full point and a half. So what's the line right now? Eight and a half? It was eight and a half when we left here on Friday. It is now ten. Wow. So oh, that's move more towards Buffalo. I mean, I don't have to move because I, I I picked the Steelers getting okay. eight and a half. But do you and now think? It's 10. But do you think we should have the option to change our pick? In your humble yeah, opinion, if you feel like you need to. <laughs> you feel like you need to. It's almost like he's taunting us. <laughs> I'm just gonna make the case. <laughs> Out of all of our mouths, maybe except Tiki, because he did make a case about time on the points. We all cited the weather and how right it's barely even. I, but I honestly think it just just. From my pers- my pick and my under whatever my picks have been terrible, but whatever this game with the better weather, I think it helps the Steelers. Interesting. Okay, well then you can stick with the Steelers. All right. Fun- yeah. By the way, it is currently sunny out in Buffalo. It's That's what I sunny. Boy, and the field, the field looked clear. This- no, it's it's totally clear, it's sunny, sh- and light wind. Can right. we all it, looks, admit- it looks like a nice, beautiful, snow filled day. Can like, we admit- everything is snowy, but it's like. Perfect. Can we admit this sucks? Can we just admit that? Right. And I'm not talking about the game being at 4.30. I'm talking about the fact that we had the possibility of the most epic weather game mm-hmm. in the history of the NFL. Yeah, we've been robbed of a character. And instead, what do we get? A sunny, cold day in Buffalo? We get real football, not right. some kind of character jerk football. football. Right. That was not going to be real what football. Is it? It's like 30 degrees, 28 degrees, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's cold. By the way, there are shots of fans moving the same because they couldn't shovel out all the seats that literally have to move a foot of snow with their feet just to sit down. And that's fine, and I understand yeah. that experience for the fan, but for us, because the NFL is a TV product, I'm not sure you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. It is about us. It's about the 25 million people that watch football. We have been robbed of a classic weather game that we would have told our grandchildren sure. about. And instead, no. we get a boring, old, no. sunny day in Orchard no. Park. Mm-hmm. And no. you're good with that, Sean. You're because, fine. Like, yeah, whatever. Because, Evan, if you watch the live look-ins at like 1 to 2 to 3 saw, online. Saw, yeah, guess yeah. what? You know what would have happened yesterday if they we, played the football game? We wouldn't game? have been able to see anything. We wouldn't have been able to see <laughs> anything. I think and the White Walkers were there. Right. Yeah, and true. coming off a game of Peacock where most of America complains. That's all right. Ira would have been a, she would have yeah. killed him. We would have all been complaining that we can't see a thing. So it would not have been good TV. I just the idea is good TV. It would not have been good TV. No, it would not have Because those things never translate. Even though in the stadium, they always say, yeah, it was fine. I, we could see. 
Like, what was it? What was the fog game? The fog game, yeah, yeah. In Chicago? Like, the players after that game said, yeah, it was fine. But for those watching, we couldn't see. You couldn't see a thing. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like, I, honestly, I feel like we got robbed. I think we had such a great opportunity for a classic winter no, game. No, we did instead. kind of get robbed. Thank you. Because ultimately, it would have affected the game. You're right. Now it's not going to affect the game. Now, ultimately, what do you say? Are we allowed to repick our picks or no? Yeah, you can repick. All right, play picks. the freaking music. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Awesome. Game number awesome. one. Also, we gave you what you wanted, you big Friday, baby. for anybody who doesn't hear the picks, usually at this time, you move the goalposts a little bit. Sure I did. did? Yeah, you did. You said that you collaborated with our boss, Spike Eskin, that now suddenly Tiki, who's long in last place, wasn't good enough to wear the clown makeup on his own. <laughs> the last two people had to wear. So, yeah. if you're going to move the goalposts, you can't also not allow us to repeat. You're the Brian Dable of the show, a hard ass, a tyrant. <laughs> it's not a democracy, even though you're about this country and the democracy. It's a dictatorship, Evan Calls all the shots. By the way, Tiki was 0-4 this weekend with the four <laughs> games that were played. Tommy Lugauer was also 0-4. So, yeah, laugh it up there, Lug. Sean went 2-2, two and two, and I went 2-2 two and two as well. Someone mm-hmm. else went 2-0, though. 8-4-4-Bad-Tiki. That's true. Bad Tiki went 2-0. Oh. Sure Bad, did. Bad Tiki kidding? went 2-0. And, oh, yeah. and if you want to... who does he have today? The Eagles. 8-4-4-Bad-Tiki. <laughs> Dude, this stupid AI is going to go 3-0. Oh, and oh. <laughs> It really is the inverse of you, pal. Goes hell? to show you anyone can pick games. <laughs> well, no, he's probably got, like, advanced statistics and everything else working. 844, Bad Tiki. I think you should be listening to him, Mr. 37 and 53. 844, Bad Tiki. Now, will. for the record, on Friday, we all picked the Pittsburgh Steelers getting eight and a half points. Play the music one more time. I will tell you this. I learned this in school, Tiki. Never change your answer. <laughs> it doesn't matter what new information comes in. Doesn't matter. Never change your answer. So I will learn from what I learned in chemistry class as a sophomore. As wrong as you may now think your answer is of taking the Steelers, getting all those points, because the Bills are probably going to absolutely annihilate them. <laughs> Mike Tomlin's got one foot into retirement and TV for the year. Can't change your answer. So give me the Steelers getting the newly minted 10.5 points. Sean. All right. Look, this is a big number. This is a very big number. But what did we see this weekend outside of last night? Blowout, 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 blowout. I think the theme continues here. The Bills now will be able to play their game even without Gabe Davis. Give me the Bills to blow out the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Loogie. Short and sweet, I'll take the Bills. Mm. Oh, both of them flip-flopped. How about yeah, that? I didn't. I know. You stayed firm. Well, you're on for him, and you're kind of looking at it as if it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter. If, I, I just want to watch the game. And I think you're also, well, we're doing a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have chimed in on that Saturday. In the t- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dictatorship. <laughs> dictatorship. We were not going to do a show so you guys could watch football. Are you guys no. kidding me? No, you would do that to the show. audience? No, no, no. We're no, not going to paint that picture. No, you're, you're painting some picture there, my friend. What uh. picture am I painting? Oh, you we mean have Sean, f- Sean didn't want to didn't didn't want to do our show. Sean didn't want to come to work. No, because well, he's like, no, 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 no. Sit no. on his couch with a beer. No, 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 no. And, I'm not going to paint that. Sit zo- on the couch and zoom in for an hour. I'm sorry. Did I get the pregame? Did I miss? Did I miss when Bill Steelers was kicking off at two o'clock? Sean, he was working no matter what. My argument was, you know, there's a football game on. We had the rights to. Should we be airing it? 
And yeah, would that, which means and would we that don't, be good for our number? W- w- which means we wouldn't do a show, is what you're saying. No, we you would do a wanna, show. The show would be over early. No, see? Mm. This is what, listen, to anyone out there who's like, yeah, I care about the football game, but I want sports talk radio. I want my Cinco de Fivo at 5 o'clock. Oh, I you're getting be, it. I want to be entertained. Sean, had, who's been an afternoon drive for five minutes, <laughs> had one foot out the, hey, let's just take the day off. Hey, let's just, we'll do two hours. Tiki's right, we'll zoom in. I won't even come in. I was caring and about the listener. I'm out so I can, here's what's great for the listener, for everybody listening. We have the game on 880. Right. Uh, 880, no. On 660. Well, uh, 660. Right. Right. You don't even know where it's going. Coming up in nine minutes or so. We have the game on 660. So if you're listening to us and you're like, you know what, guys? I love you guys, but I want to check in on said football game. Mm. You go to 660. If you're listening to 660 now, I'd also advise you flip over to hear the rest of this wonderful program. Mm-hmm. But we're giving you the option. Because that's the beauty of America. Yes. You can listen to the game. I got no problem with that. Or you can listen to us. 1019 us. 660 the game. I think Sean wanted there to be a vote. And and it was sort of not. And what I'm about to tell you is a lie. So even though you can go to 660, we're going to be broadcasting the game here. (laughs) Are we? Stay here. Well, now Tiki's made up his mind. I just told you it's a lie. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just making sure. (laughs) Quick break. When we come back, more of your calls plus Miami Dolphin fans. I'm coming for that ass. Evan and Tiki on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.